What up, what up? Thanks for tuning in to No Sugar, Please. This podcast was created for the multifaceted individual. It is a multi-generational podcast used to educate listeners through conversations for the advancement of the mind, spirit, body, and community. Is it is is it Gogo? Is she there? Yes, this is Gogo. Oh man, it oh man, it actually worked. <laughs> wow, that's a little, that's like ten times more pressure now to just actually work. Why? <laughs> you know, there. You know, it's it's good pressure. I'll say that. I say it's good pressure. I'll take yes, it. the one and only Gogo. Now. For the, I'm gonna just cut to the chase, right? I, I'm gonna give you the floor. You, you can say it better than I am. Can you explain to everyone who you are, a little bit about yourself, um, whatever comes to mind? Okay, I am um, Gogo. I am your other mother. <laughs> you are one of my sons that I have um, embraced, um, but I'm actually um, the mother of two of your good friends. Uh, Trey and um, Kendrick, and we have been um, our fam- our families have been connected since I don't know what you in the third grade, second, third grade. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Like but um, I consider myself, you know, your other um, mother, and so um, you're you're my son. And go go that um, term of endearment is the name that I selected for your daughters to refer to me. And so all of um, the grands will know me as Go-Go. I'll take it. I that's, like it. That's, I'm Go-Go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, jo- She's bringing all that joy and, and laughter already. <laughs> yep. And I tell you, um, the it, it just my heart melts every time I hear my baby um, call me Go-Go. And so it's, um, like I said, I am looking forward to having that name um, resonate with with more little ones, um, hopefully sooner than later, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, even, don't even go there. Don't even, I, I left that subject alone. Uh, you know I would. You know I would. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, we're gonna let them. Li- we're gonna let them live for right now. You know they're gonna hear this. Yep. Yep. Of course. That's you know I'm I'm very transparent. They know that and you know that, so that's <laughs> not an issue. You know, they know that's where my heart is. Of course, of course, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I really wanted you, um, kind of just to have a conversation. Um, okay. I just feel like a lot of people can can draw from your perspective on things, um, especially you know, having children of your own and all males and everything like that, um, I think your perspective will definitely be unique, um, way more unique than anyone who I've had on to this point, especially from a parent standpoint. Okay. I'm glad to um, contribute any way that I can, uh, any way that I can. So um, whatever, you know, I, as I said, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. So let's, let's discuss what you like to discuss. Now you know I've heard some some story. You, you've shared a lot of stories in my lifetime, but you know, I have to ask: Do you, in your wildest dreams, did you ever think that you would be where you are right now in life, with 
you know, what you have. And obviously, I don't mean possession-wise. I obviously mean right. family-wise. Um, like, did you ever imagine that? Or could you have ever imagined that? Well, I didn't imagine um, my life as it is now. Um, my mother tells me that I always wanted to be, quote, a mother. You know, she she's <laughs> like, you know, um, when you were a little girl, you always wanted to be a mother. And a uh, true story, I always wanted to be a twin because I thought that would be very interesting. Uh, and then when I found out that that wasn't possible, <laughs> I, um, I wanted to have twins. And, um, you know, one of, one of the boys, for a brief moment, uh, we thought that uh, maybe a twin because multiple births run uh, on both sides of our family. But uh, right. um, that didn't happen. But, but no, I, I, didn't, um, I didn't envision that from... Um, the perspective of, of my life and especially the the benefits and joys of motherhood have far surpassed anything that I, that I could have hoped for. Um, you know, another true confession, I, I always wanted um, originally um, two kids and one of each, a little Uh-oh. boy and a little girl. Uh-oh. And for, for a few minutes. And... Um, <laughs> When I found out I was expecting the with our second child that it was going to be a boy, I you know I said you know at this point now I just want um, a healthy child, and I cannot imagine our life without you know um, the person known as uh, KP, <laughs> uh, you know Kendrick Denard. <laughs> Mr. Certified in person. Um, it was interesting. Trey um, captured it when he was a little boy uh, mm-hmm. very, very well. He said, you know, Kendrick makes his life more fun. And and he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yes. That's for sure. Right? And you know that firsthand. But, uh, but no, I have been extremely uh, blessed not only with with the the boys that uh, we were fortunate enough to um, bring into this world by the grace of God or our own, but by, you know, you and my other trait, because, you know, I had the benefits of of having four wonderful sons that I get got to see grow, nurture, go through their trials and tribulations, be there for them. And I wouldn't trade any of that for for the world. I am a, um, you know, a boy's mom through and through. Um, I love everything about that. Uh, So, so yeah, so, um, you know, there's an expression that my grandmother firmly believed in that said, you know, God gives you what you need as opposed to what you want. And Mm -hmm. boy, did she peg that (laughs) with uh, with you guys, because I'm telling you, I I just cannot imagine life any differently. So, oh, we like to have a little fun back in the day, (laughs) just a little bit of fun. We're not going to talk about uh, the the, your quote fun, but um, I think I think it really. um, And I like, like I told my husband, I said, you know. Um, having boys and only boys gave me a different perspective on men and males in Mm -hmm. general. And I apologized to him because I told him, I said, you know, I thought uh, prior to, you know, going through understanding and knowing um, 
my own sons, I thought that some of the things that he was doing, it was intentional. I mean, you, you, it's like you, you have to, you, you have to know that this is left field and this is just crazy. Um, and then I just realized, no, it's just you know, men are men are wired and programmed differently uh, for the most part, and so you you think about things differently, you attack things differently, and I began to really appreciate that and respect it. Um, not always like it, and I'm I'm still that way. I don't. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm I'm right. I'm not gonna tell you I always like it, but I can. I know to pull back and respect it because it's it's just the the nature of what I like to say that that Y chromosome, <laughs> that Y chromosome gets going and it's like, oh, okay, Deb, just you know, you you know when to to fold them. So right <laughs> you know it's it's funny you say that because d and i were having a conversation um not too long ago about that uh and we, we we can you can obviously laugh at it after you've gone through the thick of things but yep. you know we were just we were talking just about that you know how and, and she i think she initiated it but how she she's grown to definitely appreciate um my way of doing things because it's just a different it's a different take yep. on it um and yeah it's the male's perspective uh obviously and the male's take on it but she's grown to really appreciate that because um you obviously don't have to take the same path to get the same result or the whatever result you're looking for um and sometimes a different path may be a little bit easier um if you allow that person just for lack of better words just work yeah um work all the way through it so you know i'm I'm, i was i'm glad to hear you say what you said um because you know that definitely our conversation definitely came to mind and it's it's interesting because what happens is um you know when when you step back and you are you allow yourself to um enter into the interaction the conversation the situation um, from the perspective of let me listen, let me learn, as opposed to um, let me uh, force my will and, and dictate, it's a whole different uh, vibe. And mm-hmm. over time, um, the thing that, that I really learned is that they're, they're, the differences does not mean um, malicious intent intentions. Uh, right. The differences does not mean right or wrong. It's just different. And so um, that's that's the piece that I began to really um, appreciate the fact that, you know, um, if you if you are open to accepting the differences as just being differences, then there's so much um, it's, so, it's easier and there's so much that you can learn. Um, right. That's the piece that, and every every time I've um, done that, and the the rewards have far outweighed the the risk, it just festers and grows um, in and of itself. So that's why right. I, I, you know, for me, it it's like wow, I had no idea, no right. idea, <laughs> no <laughs> idea, um, right what I was getting into but but like I said God was like this this is this is your journey and so um I'm going to show you um if you allow me to just how beautiful this journey can be but it's going to take some re-engineering on your part so you're going to get out of this whatever you get out of it 
Um, it can be a little bit or it can be beyond your wildest dreams, but it's up to you in terms of, of how you approach it. So for sure. Yeah, I'm still I'm still definitely learning that. <laughs> uh, we're still, I'm still a young pup in the well, game. As long, in the marriage as, long game. as you continue to learn, then it'll it'll be fun. And that's that's the truth. You'll go you'll go through phases in terms of your for sure. Like that that man, people weren't lying when they said that first year is hell. Yep. And it is, and, it, and it's not in a necessarily, it's not necessarily in a terrible, bad way, but it's just that initial adjustment, um, especially when that honeymoon phase wears off. And it's like, oh, damn, we, man, we, we're doing life together. All right. Well, I can't get mad at you now for, you know, not putting your toothbrush away. Uh, just little crap like that. But I've, I've grown to really appreciate those phases because um, just like you said, it, allowed, it, it forced me to take a step back and really learn um, and pay attention as to how my partner does things and operates and tendencies and things like that. And in the long run, it's definitely been beneficial, um, I like to say. We're good. It's interesting um, to hear you, because again, I'm still seeing that little third grader, right? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm still, and it's, it's funny because when, when, uh, when my mom does it to me or my dad and they, and I'm like, you know, I'm a grown woman and that, and my grandmother, again, I, I was so, so blessed to have such um, phenomenal um, people in my life and family um, that I spent time with and got to learn from uh, that just, you know, a whole lot of wisdom. And I, I teased my mom because I listened. I told her, I said, you know, uh, my grandmother, my grandfather uh, on both sides, I said, they um, did what they did. Uh, universally they didn't do uh, one thing with with one child and not with everybody else I said everybody got it it's just that some listened and acted on it and some just ignored it um but right. it's it's so uh uh funny for you to say that because it it just as you continue to to grow and to learn and to live and all this kind of stuff you realize um the value in and again um just, just being, having an open mind and an open heart, not, um, not trying to always win or have your way because sometimes that's not the best solution. And, um, it takes a lot of, uh, love, trust, and respect in order to continue to live in that manner where you Mm -hmm. are, are that vulnerable. Uh, but but again, the the upside of it is so beautiful and so rewarding that it's absolutely worth the risk. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree. I agree. Um, especially especially when you know, usually we don't do a pot like I'm sorry unless it's just catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's just if I get if I get if she makes me a cup of coffee and brings it to me, I know that I won. <laughs> so. It's okay. it's, I love it's that. Okay. That is so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> she doesn't know I picked. I, I, I don't think I called her out on it yet. I, I she'll probably she'll know, know now, but I, I think, yeah, I think it's that all is good. so sweet. But but you know what? Here's the other thing that that's extremely beautiful. Um, um, you know, I get to see not only your relationship um, go through its. Uh, different phases and and growth and all of that. Uh, But then I know how your relationship is by how you're raising 
your daughters, you know, Um, because it's very hard to have the kind of um, loving and inquisitive and independent and just such a joy as a child when the environment that they're spending the most time in is not nurturing that. And so it's, um, you know, uh, right, wrong, and indifferent. There's a lot to be um, determined by how your children are, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and how they respond to other people. And, you know, just, just the way that they move. And so I, 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 you know, I tell you all the time that, um, you know, my love for you has just, Andy has just grown um, 10, 12, 20 fold because of Go-Go's baby. And um, <laughs> that's what I'm excited about for um, Trey and Kendrick to uh, be able, you know, God willing and the creek don't rise to witness <laughs> their growth in, in that dimension because it it is, I mean, it is, there is nothing like it. And you know that firsthand. And so I, I wish that because, you know, as parents, we just, we want our kids to be happy. We want yep. you to be happy. We want you to be safe. And so seeing um, that little bundle of joy just oh my gosh like i said she she's my whole heart you know um and the other thing i want to point out is um the the heart of your mother and i've i've mentioned this to you before because um i can't have the type of relationship that i have with you and with trey hurt and with D and with uh, you know Cam, if it wasn't for your mom's heart and spirit, I have never met anyone um, so open to allowing um, you know her only child to be loved and embraced unconditionally. And your mom, your mom has always been that way, and because of that. Uh, there's a an ease to me claiming you <laughs> um, <laughs> as my own because she has always allowed you and I to foster the relationship that we're going to foster without ever once, um, you know, feeling any kind of way about it, and that speaks to her heart. And and I think people. Um, you know, and I, I tell her this too, uh, and I'm, I because I don't think people recognize um, the power and the influence that um, one can have, either positive or negative, to relationships, and for her mm-hmm. to be so um, open to whatever relationship that you and I have formed is is just remarkable to me, and so I'm I'm very appreciative for that. Yeah, that's my big, that's my big, my big, my, my little teddy bear. <laughs> my, I, I was, I was once told as a child to just refer to her as a chocolate covered teddy bear because she's very stern on mm-hmm. the outside, but she's just all mushy on the inside. Well, well you know, she oh. takes, she takes no prisoners and I absolutely love that about her. Um, <laughs> but she's also, um, 
she she is she she does it she loves hard and um and and a lot of times that is um you know that puts you in, in positions where you can be hurt but she's not she she doesn't um carry scar tissue from loving as hard as she loves, right. which which again is, is something that I truly admire about her. Uh, but but what is amazing to me, and I'm telling you, I don't know what you and D thought was going on or, or what you thought would happen with, with Cam, but that that is Mina. That's a Mina mini Mina <laughs> from her personality, from the way that she looks, from her interactions, from her curiosity. And I told I tell your mom this all the time. I know her heart just just looking at Cam. I know her heart just just burst open because mine does. Looking at her, thinking of what your mom is probably thinking about. So. Right. <laughs> so it's just I mean you know, life life is wonderful. Life is wonderful. Yeah, I just I definitely see that. Um, it's all it, it's funny. Because my mom always tells me, you know, she's just like you when you were a child. She's just like you. And, you know, excuse me, I um, I try to think back on it. Like, really? Was I this energetic? Was I this, you know, talkative? And seeing her do certain things and hearing her say certain things, it's like a light bulb goes off. <laughs> like, yep. And it's definitely probably something I have said or done. Um. From somersaults off the couch to just ripping things, trying to help put the Christmas tree up, about to pull it yeah. all the way over. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's a yeah, pure joy um, just to see it, um, and really just just to really be blessed and fortunate to just yeah. be her dad. Uh, that's that's yeah. that's a pure joy. And you, and you, do, you wear it everyone. well. You wear it well. I must say, you wear it well. <laughs> Man, it feels it feels like a world. I'm in the middle of a hurricane <laughs> half the time. I don't know how, cause I I feel like I'm a mess. <laughs> like oh god, I'm a mess right now. But no, nah, I'm glad to hear that. Um, but I you said something. You said a lot, honestly. So I, it's you know, kind of reverting back um, to male sons. What? what were some of your fears as, you know, I guess you could say we were growing up of having, you know, three black male sons, three, four black male sons. You mean the same um, fears that I have now? <laughs> here's, you know, yeah. Cause I figured yeah, they'll never here, go away. Here, here's to the be fears. And, um, uh, the way to sum it up is you go from, being, you know, these, uh, the, the innocence, the 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 childlike the the wonder um, the kid the little um, little boy who who is energetic inquisitive or whatever to almost overnight you are society's menace you are a threat mm-hmm. and it's by nature of you growing up and going through adolescence and be and you know voice changing uh facial hair um you know we lose our innocence because it's stripped from us much sooner than we should and so as as mm-hmm. the mom of um you know 
black sons, you are fearful that your baby is going to be perceived as a threat and you won't be able to protect them from that fear. And so what we always try to do with you guys is um, help you to understand that when, not if, but when that encounter happens, that you are whole enough to understand that it's an indictment on the people who are viewing you at, uh, in that light and not an indication mm-hmm. of who you are. And so how you carry yourself so that potentially you walk away from that situation. Um, that, that's, that's what, you know, we woke up with every day and that's what we went to bed with every night. And so our thing was to always let you know that, um, you know, we're going to try to provide the best environment for you to grow, have fun, learn, make your mistakes, um, but keep you as safe as possible so that you knew that, um, you know, your biggest advocate and strongest support, regardless of what you know, actions are fatal, flaw, or, you know, um, mischief you've gotten into was going to be us. Uh, and so that's why for me, it was important to let um, people in positions of authority, uh, people in positions of leadership that interacted with you knew mm-hmm. whose you were, you know what I mean? Um, and knew that, uh, you know, nothing is going to um, uh, not go unchallenged because, quote, I don't want to make a a scene. There is nothing more important and worthy of making a scene than when, you know, you guys felt that you had been mistreated or, or, you know, stereotyped or whatever the case may be. So that's, you know, that, that was my whole thing to always be um, be your biggest advocate and to be known as that. Um, so that's why I spent a whole lot of time at uh, schools. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> the kids were, you guys were involved in sports. So, yep, there for those events. But, you know, PTSA meetings, you know, um, honor roll assemblies, um, plays, every facet of your development so that people would know that um, you were protected and that you were important and so that that they needed to to tread lightly if they were ever going to um come for you because the people in your village um weren't going to to sit idly by and let that happen starting with me (laughs) oh yeah we we it, no one even had to see you at a sporting that event to know when you were sitting. Everybody knew. Everybody knew when you were in jail. That was, that, ready to know, get kicked it's, out. It's some, just part some. of the process. You know, part of the process. The threat of getting kicked out was part of the process. I needed you guys to know that there was someone there cheering for you above all else. And, you know, that was me. <laughs> Although my husband was like, okay, so I'm going to have to sit somewhere else because, you know. You 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 you're too involved. Yeah, <laughs> I told D that, and she still she doesn't believe me 
to this day. I was like, you know, he pops never he didn't really sit. No, he didn't he really couldn't. sit with her he uh too much. And I'm like, I was like, look, you go to doing that. I ain't seeing what you either. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to focus. It's like I said, it's a different type of type of energy. You know, he's laid back, very resolved. He's paying attention and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm, you know, um viewing the injustices that are taking place and you know, and, and trying to make sure that everybody knows that, the, you know, the ref doesn't know what he's doing today. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Amongst, uh, uh, amongst other things. Other things. Uh, but it was, it was all in fun because, you know, um, I was, it wasn't um, mean spirited, right? Because after, after the competition, right. yeah, I made sure that you guys knew that, you know, it's not like, oh, I, I don't like that team. I don't like, no, no, no. Um, afterwards, if we um, want to go grab pizza together or we end up at the same restaurant, we're going to laugh, we're going to talk, you know, because it's just in the heat of battle. After that, you know, we're all a part of this community. And so we need to know how to how to get along. And so um, that was all of that was fun for me to kind of watch you guys come into your own. Um, and sports was a real good, um, you know, uh, venue for that in terms of your personalities and, you know, identifying your strengths, your weaknesses, uh, and all that good stuff. So we, we had fun with it. We had a lot of fun with it. For sure. For sure. You, uh, you said something, um, just as far as a village and feeling loved, um, wanting, wanting us to feel loved and things like that. And it's, you know, it made something click. I, I just, um, I want to say about three weeks ago or so I was talking to, uh, my students, you know, and they were we were going over juveniles um, and I was honest with them. I was like, look, man, you know, we can say, you know, kids do this because of failure, fear of failure and yada, yada. We can list off a bunch of different things. But a lot of that boils down to a lack yeah. of love at home. And they kind of looked at me perplexed, like, what, and Mr. Larkin, what are you talking about? I was like, just think about it. How would you feel? You know, if your mom, dad, or caretaker didn't show you some type of love throughout the day, like how would that really make you feel? And then, you know, you can see light bulbs going off. Um, so that was a very crucial statement that you made because um, I definitely agree with that. Like that power of love at home, everything starts at home. Um, but that power of love can really go a long, long way, um, especially with developing uh, any male or female uh, and, and it's it's interesting um because the way that society even to this day in a more in a more evolved society stereotypically speaking the way that we want to um rear and raise our children is different based on gender you know we want to uh, we want our girls to be um uh, loving and affectionate and sort of, um, you know, non-threatening and, um, you know, uh, nurturing. And we want our boys to be strong and fearless and, you know, um, able to, to uh, carry all of these burdens. And that's, it's a disservice to everyone when we arbitrarily stick to those, uh, those roles. Um, you know, right. you know. Um, growing up, uh, we encourage you guys to to uh, show affection to each other. Uh, we were very affectionate with you guys. There wasn't a day that 
transpired that we weren't, you know, hey, I love you, man. And, you know, give me a hug. Give me a kiss. How you doing? You know, and even to this day, I mean, even now, it's like when we um, greet each other and then when we are leaving each other, there's uh, real intimacy that we show. And I think it's, it helps people to understand everyone wants to be loved, right? Um, because it feels yep. good. Let, let's just, let's just call, call it what it is. Basic primal need. Right. It feels good to uh, be shown affection and to be loved. And so from that, um, you can handle anything. Uh, sometimes the love has to be tough, right? Um, it yeah. has to be demanding. Uh, but at the base of all of it, the, the foundation is I love you. And that doesn't mean I'm going to let you be a knucklehead. Um, I'm going to call you out when you're a knucklehead, <laughs> but you're going to know that it's from a, a place of love. And so um, right. some of the, the times I think you need to love the hardest is when it's the most difficult, because that's when, especially, you know, when you hit those ages, when you're doing the, your growth and you're, you know, as the expression goes, smelling yourself, but more coming in, coming into your own. <laughs> um, that's when you got to you got to really uh, love and let it be known that you are loved as you kind of find your way. Um, and it's, we've always, um, embraced, I, cause I grew up, um, knowing that I was loved, you know, unconditionally, um, I was allowed to, um, uh, you know, do things that, especially given, um, the era that I grew up was like, oh my gosh, you let me do that. Um, but I had a lot of free reign. There were expectations. And as long as I met the expectations right. and everything else was a piece of cake. And so I learned easy the game. You know, if you play right. by these rules, then you're you're uh you're you're gonna have the world as your oyster. And so that's what we tried to um do with you guys to just let you know that hey, there's these are the rules, right? Um, you follow the rules and it's going to be an easier path. Now thing I learned with boys <laughs> is that the, <laughs> that Y chromosome sometimes saying, eh, the rule is meant to be broken. And so let's push the boundaries here. <laughs> and that's where having, um, you know, uh, Mr. P as uh, a partner uh, would talk me off of the ledge to say, you know, this, this isn't your sandbox. This is, this is a, a little boy thing. And, and, you know, they'll be all right. It'll be okay. Um, you, you don't know how to, how to do this. So just step back and observe. So that's, so that's why for me, it was, right. it was a lot of fun to um, kind of see you guys go through your things, especially when you start liking little girls. <laughs> oh, nope. man. Here that's we go. All I'm going to say about that... it, but <laughs> that man. was, go ahead. You know, <laughs> It's, 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 yeah, man, it's a lot to dissect out of that because, um, you know, there's what I've, what I've noticed and it's, it took me growing up and reading and just really observing and reflecting to see that, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids don't understand early on or they don't learn early on 
how to play within a certain set of rules. They do it right. out of fear of retaliation from their parents versus, you know, a place of love or a pace of, look, you're going to screw up. I understand you're going to mess up, but as long as it's not, you know, too egregious or too crazy, we're going to work through this. Even And even right. if it is crazy, we're still going to work through it. It just may be tougher. And I think, you know, that's profound because that's kind of the model. That's the, the way I, I see myself with Cam. You know, I just, there's, I already told her mama, look, man, all right, you're going to be the bad guy. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I'm popping my baby. Like, I just can't do it. And you know what? I can't. I can't do it. Usually the way it is, you know, the dad, girl dads are, you know, they are not the disciplinarian. They, 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 because little girls, we learn, cause I, I was a girl dad. I mean, I was a, uh, my dad was, uh, was, was the, my, um, I could wrap him around my finger and it, it all, it only took a look or a reflection in my voice or, you know, something along those lines. And it didn't make a difference what the edict was. It would go away. And we we learned very early right. how to do that, how to how to flutter the eyes, how to pout, how to. T- I mean, we learned very early how to do that. <laughs> we also learned that it does not work with mom. Because <laughs> mom is mom is like, look, I got nah, eyelashes, I can nope. flutter too. <laughs> you know, I could I could um you know nope. uh, have my voice be a little bit sing song. You whether I can do all of that, baby girl. So it's not working with me. So we learned. Okay, let's go here. Um, and that, <laughs> so it's, it's, it, that happens. I mean, it, it happens all the time and the smart person, um, figures it out and then works that way. Um, the thing about having sons is that, um, fortunately for them, I was a tomboy, right? So they only just, um, right. you know, I, they opened me up to a whole, ooh, like, oh, I could, I could go here. I could do this. Oh, this. So that it was exciting and, and uh, fun for me raising them because I'm very active. I'm very involved. I'm more of a, you know, let's let's be active, do stuff as opposed to um, things that are not that way. And so it was it was an easier transition for me um, having them. Uh, but then um, I got the added bonus because they were in sports with having their friends um, and being uh having their friends feel comfortable uh, hanging out at our house and being at our house and, and having their friends' parents know that, you know, if they're, if my kids are with the parents, then they're fine. I don't have to worry about, you know, um, if they decide to go somewhere and, and my kids may not have any uh, enough money or if they decide they want to do this, whatever the situation is, if they're with the parents, the parents got them. And that was important to me. Um, because I think that, you know, having two sons that close in age, I wanted uh, their friends to feel very comfortable at our house. I wanted my house to be the hangout house. And, you know, I didn't know it would last, you know, this long, but I'm just saying, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, damn, I came over one for one, what, one sleepover weekend or whatever. And no, I never but it's, it's, it's fun because, um, you know, even now with the boys spending the, the majority of their time um, out of the country, you know, you guys will still call us. You guys will still drop by and, and you know, hang out on the lanai like you did when, when you guys were kids. And, and that, um, you know, it feels good. It feels good because 
what we were trying to, to do and what we thought would be a good thing to do, um, we get back in terms of that uh, relationship and, and uh, you guys as young men um, feeling as, as close to us and as comfortable as if you were coming over for a sleepover when you were in middle school, right? And now it's extended to your families. You know, you, you, you bring your, your families over um, and your families get to uh, see a, an important part of your growth and development when you were young in terms of where you, where you spent a lot of time. And so that's the thing for us that um, I think is, is, is kind of neat to, to, you know, like when three or four of you guys are here and you're out on the lanai and I open and look out I see you as, um, you know, third grade, sixth, sixth grade, ninth grade, talking about who you're going to take to the prom, you know, when you're going to start driving. Yeah, all of that flashed through my head. <laughs> but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, that's, man, it's crazy because every time I come over, which, I mean, it's about monthly, whenever every time we come, it's every time I sit outside, you know, I'm, or just walk through the door, it's like, man, <laughs> it still feels like the very first time. Like, I'm about to just start dodging dodging fake bullets, playing Splinter Cell or the Matrix at night or eating pizza, yep. staying up all night in the dungeon, uh, playing on the computer that, that thing that had worked half the time. <laughs> But it's, you know, it's it, it's amazing that, you know, you guys were able to foster that type of environment um, because it's it, it definitely it, I had a kid. It's funny. I had a kid who um he came to me and it was just like, you know, man, I, I wish I had, you know, what what this person has. And, you know, I kind of didn't understand at first. And then he kept going. He's like, well my friend's parents are this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, you know, it, it, I felt the need to really mentor at that moment in time because he didn't, he didn't know how to operate in that type of setting with both parents and a loving setting. And I was just like, bro, I've been there. You know, it's, it, it, it took me to be becoming an adult to reflect back on it to really realize like damn man you, yeah. you come yeah shit you come full circle but it yeah. all started from when you were a child and I just kind of you know had one of those open conversations just like you know look you're gonna go through things and you're gonna feel some type of way but you gotta hold on to what you're learning um if you consider them your family and they consider you their family you have to hold on to those values that they're instilling in you because, yeah, you may deviate from the path a little bit and you may go out and try to do your own thing, but right. everything always comes full circle, you know, and you're always going to circle back to what you know. And, you know, I was just honest with them about myself and how that happened to me. You know, I right. just you have you have to go through things, some things you, you feel you feel like you have you don't have to, but you feel like you have to. And the most important thing is you just hold on to your real values and beliefs. And when you knock your head, you know, knock yourself upside the head enough. Well, and and the the thing that's so important about what um, you just said is um, uh, the thing as a parent, what we have to, the the best thing that we can do, and it's not always a parent, right? Um, The best thing that we can do is allow you to um, 
make the mistakes that you're going to make, um, learn from them and just let you know that, you know, I'm here to support you, but you know, you, there are consequences for your, your actions. Uh, so we want you to go have full disclosure and understand and know, but when you make that decision, then yeah, you, it, it may put you on your butt. And that doesn't mean that I, that I love you any less. Yeah, that sure. doesn't mean <laughs> that I'm not going to support you, but I'm not going to shield you from whatever the consequences uh, of your actions may be, because that's where the, the maturity and the growth and, and the development comes. Um, and it's the hardest. I will, I will tell you the hard, I am a fixer, but you know that by nature. My nature is you tell me the issue and then, okay, now we're ready to map out the plan of action. Okay, this is what we're going to do next. And so that's, that's my nature. What I have found um, as a parent is that the best outcomes are the ones where I refrain from trying to fix. It is also the hardest <laughs> But I struggle with that <laughs> every single day because that it's it's not it's counter to my normal disposition. Um, but because I I trust Mr. P and because of the way we communicate, he will tell me, "This is not yours to fix." And I'm like, "Well, but that no buts. This this isn't yours. So just as he say." Let that grown man be grown. <laughs> and he has said that about every single <laughs> that is one of definitely y'all something at he's some saying. point in time, you know, sometimes more than others. But he was like, that's a grown man. Uh, to use his expression, that's a grown a man. Let that man handle his business. Um, and so it, uh, you know, the agony for me is the time between when I say, okay, I'm going to pull back and then the resolution takes place. That time frame for me is pure, you know, mm. oh, it's, it's agony because I'm still saying, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's going to work right. It's not being fit. Blah, 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 blah. I could do this. I could do that. And I'm like, nope, because this isn't yours to fix. Um, and what I found is that when I do that, then the outcome is always much better than if I would have gone in and, and, you know, did my, um, you know, my, my, uh, scandal walking here, uh, Olivia Pope, you know, with my white cape and my, fly yeah, Olivia hat Pope. And just, you know, regulating and telling everybody what to do, uh, <laughs> but that it's just not, not the time for it. And so, um, that's what, that's the piece that uh, I've learned to uh, move a little bit differently uh, to allow things to, to manifest in the way that they should. And then I'm, I'm always more pleasantly surprised. Uh, and so that, that thing called faith um, is, is extremely yeah. powerful, but you, you got to have faith and then you got to act on it. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's man. That's that's definitely big. Um, that's definitely big because you do you do have to allow people to go through whatever that they're going through. Um, 
and I, I, you know, just from speaking from experience, um, just I definitely understand and agree with that for sure. Thousand, thousand percent agree. And it sucks because you want, like you said, you do, you want to help, like you just want to intervene. But you know, having faith and understanding that this person just needs to go through this and figure this out, um, type of deal. I think that's way more beneficial in the long yeah, run, and, obviously, and you're, you're right. than it, it, intervening. It's bigger than that. Um, it's, it's, it's more than just you want to help. It's like you want to help and you believe with every fiber in your body that you know how to help. You can get this done and hey, everything, you know, I can fling, slang, boom, and it's done. <laughs> that's the piece that um, can be the most frustrating. Not that I want to help, but I know how to fix this. You know, I know how to fix this. And so that's where you have to pull back and say, you know, do you? Or if the way that you fix it, is that going to get the right outcome? Or is it going to be the easiest because this is something that you've done in the past and you think it applies here? And so that's where for me, it's that that faith and saying, okay, pull back and just let it happen. Let let this play out the way that it's going to play out because it's not yours to fix. Um, and like I said, you know, it it has not it has never served me wrong when I've done that. So I've gotten better at the doing. I'm not gonna tell you that it feels any differently, <laughs> but I've been I've gotten better at being <laughs> obedient. So uh, we'll 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 just call it a day. Yeah, I need to. Know. I know I need to. Well, you know, I wasn't going Christmas. to talk personally about <laughs> you know, but uh... no, it's you know, and yeah. and to be honestly, that's what this is all about. Um, just like quick side note, you know, I I I, I periodically will pop in and check, you know, how many listens I get, and since my last episode, I've I've got a steady increase of listens across the board. So that's letting me know that people are either re-listening to what's being said or someone new is listening and it, it it's based off the feedback that i've received it it, it works yeah, because in your words it's authentic it's me i'm allowing everyone including myself to just be them and that's where a lot of things are being learned and ideas well, and, and um, is, just thoughts um, are being shared when when things occur especially when it's, it's, it's uh, things that you're uncertain of or things that are bad. You begin to feel that woe is me and it's only me and nobody understands, right? Uh, you know, I'm on this island by myself. And so, you know, all my problems are blah, 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 blah. And right. nobody understands. It's just me. I'm, I'm in this by myself. But when there's a, a forum uh, and you hear of experiences or circumstances or um, situations that resonate with what you're going through, then you begin to feel less um, vulnerable, less fearful, because you're like, hey, that's what that's what happened to me. And this person is able to, as you mentioned earlier, laugh about it. So maybe if I keep moving and, and trying to move in the right direction, I'll get to the point where I can laugh about it. Uh, so it, it, it provides hope, you know, and um, most of the, the things that we see that are just, um, to me, just so um, disturbing, it, the, the basis for it is fear and a lack of hope. 
because if I'm hopeful, I don't want want to do anything that will negatively impact that that feeling of hope because I want it things to play out to see the the fruits of my labor, if you will, because I'm hopeful that things will be better. I'm hopeful that this will this too shall pass. I'm hopeful uh, and I want to see the the that played out. Um, but if I if I believe right. that this state is the permanent state and because I feel this is this state is so bad and I don't have any hope, then why not just blow up everything because I'm you know self-destructive so I right right I definitely yeah yeah, I agree with I definitely agree with that I agree with that I I I mean like again just from experience because it's you know it's all it's uh, to call it what it is it's all it's all (laughs) most of the time right uh, sometimes in yeah. my case, it was yeah. like it, it's, it's you created this. You did. Yeah. No matter how you want to slice it and dice it, you created it. But I think for me, I got to a reason. I remember being at Granddad's and I saw a book. Um, it it was uh, Dr. Yep. Akbar's yep. um, uh, "Know Thyself," and I remember seeing that. And that was the summer going into my junior year of college. And I don't know what happened, but a light bulb clicked. But I remember seeing that book when I was a kid at his house and it's a very distinct cover. And then I saw it again. Trey had it. I was like, you know what? Let me pick this. I got me a copy and um, I gave it a read. And that forced me to really think deeper as to where, yeah, I, yeah, I'm the one who caused all this BS, but why did I call it? Like, why? Like what made me do this or what made me feel like I had to do what I've been doing? And that's where light bulbs just really just started going off. You know, they started going off and it felt great. But then it was still like, oh, (laughs) shit. Now, how the hell am I going to get myself out of all of this? When you're you're in darkness and it's dark, then you're fine. You you get you become used to the darkness. Right. So that it you, you, you learn how to maneuver, you know, learn how to move, walk around and stuff because, hey, you you've been in the darkness a while and you're comfortable there. Once light shines in and there's exposure, now there's, oh my goodness, I thought I was comfortable here in this darkness, but there's this this big gaping hole that I didn't even know was there because I, I couldn't see. And so it's using that as a metaphor. It's once you become aware, now is when, um, all right, ignorance is no longer bliss. You are compelled to act. And so with that, you open yourself up to being extremely vulnerable because now it's, well, what if I fail? You know, it was okay before because I was comfortable in this darkness and didn't know that it was as dark as it really is. But now that I know and I don't want to be here, now I'm responsible for ensuring that I move beyond this condition. And that, and that's the part that, um, you know, uh, compels us to continue to want to learn and to grow and to experience other things because we know that um, the more light, the more growth, our opportunities to grow. And, and once you have that sense of accomplishment of digging yourself out of whatever situation you're in, 
then, you know, you become a little bit more battle ready, you know. You know, you said just really quick, I wanted to round out with a quick. You said something to me, I, I want to say about a month or two or so ago. Um, You said oh. that everyone that's in your circle <laughs> isn't in your corner. And, you know, you know, for me, like, you know, for me, it's it's always been me, Trey Kendrick, and and Hurt, you yep. know, forever. That's that that's who it's been. And I, as I've gotten older, and as we've kind of separate, everyone went their own paths. You're 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 forced to kind of build or grow some sort of circle, um, outside of that. And when you said what you said, it really made me think, like you know. Well, shit, this is why I don't mess with nobody in the first place. <laughs> like, this is this is exactly why I don't really mess with no one. Like we're we're kind of cool. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you know I don't really mess with you like that. Um, but what what happened or what events happened or what it, it, something? Even if it was just that you experienced it or saw someone else go through it to get you um, to really understand well, that saying. Here, part of it is um the the way I grew up, right? Um, I was raised um, primarily by my maternal grandmother. And I was a girl, right? In the 60s, 70s. But I was not the stereotypical girl of the 60s, uh, 70s. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, everybody mm-hmm. that really knows me know this. I never thought that I would marry. Um, because I saw marriage as an ultimate compromise and I didn't, I didn't want to, nor think that I would, um, be willing to compromise that much to be in a marriage. So, well, a lot of my friends were, you know, I'm going to get married at this age. I'm going to have this. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't me at all. Now I wanted to have kids. And so that was where, you know, there was a, (laughs) there was a, from my mom and everybody, because I'm like, no, I, I definitely wanted to be a mom, but not necessarily a wife. So, um, right. what I, because of, of me and, and my personality and the things that I was interested in and the fact that I have never really, um, you know, I, I don't suffer fools well, and that, that may be a good thing. Or that may be a bad thing. I've been extremely blessed I think with the the art of discernment so I've never really um dealt in in that kind of passive aggressive you know facade that, that's never been me you know I've, I've been very straight up no chaser and and everybody you know people tell you oh my yep. goodness I want you to tell me the truth I want you to be truthful with me that but that's not true People are people are looking for cosigners. Um, nope. And I've I've never been a cosigner. If you, I'm not going to um, force my opinion or demand that you do. But if you ask me, then you know, sit down because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth, or I'm going to you know give you give you an out, which is, do you really want to have this conversation with me? So that that's part of it. And what I've learned is that um, there are levels to relationships. You know, 
I'm extremely loyal. Right. If I rock with you, I rock with you. As in, you know, if I needed to help you uh, bury the bodies and be there at the service pretending, oh my goodness, girl, how you are so <laughs> upset. Now, you know, we we forgot to put his shoes in the thing and I might have to go burn them when I, that, that's, the, that's me. Okay. And, and I make no apologies <laughs> about that. Um, and so, but that type of loyalty, I extend to few. I, it's, it's not, I mean, there are levels. I have um, soul deep sisters. I have uh, lifelong friendships and I have associates. And I don't um, expect an associate to be involved in a situation with me that requires a soul deep sister. You, you know what I mean? And so when I say, um, you know, everybody that's right. in your circle isn't in your corner, uh, you, you, th- that's the truth because everyone can't be for you what you may even be for them. And that's okay. That, that's okay. Right. I think the, the older you get and the, the more you live and the more you experience things, you, you begin to understand that people um, can't give you what they don't have. And if you have a capacity to be a ride or die for someone and then they can't uh, respond in turn, it's it's not because, quote, they may not want to. It may be that they don't have the capacity to do that, that, you know, they're holding on by a thread to, to maintain whatever they're trying to maintain. So anything above that makes them extremely vulnerable, fragile, and they, they just can't deliver. And that's and that's okay. That's the thing is that's okay. I think a lot right. of times we look for like for like in relationships. Well, if I'm going willing to do this for you, then you need to be willing to do this for me. But you may not have the capacity to do that. And that and that's okay. And so um, you know, what what I've have learned is that the sooner you you kind of embrace that and understand it and define it for what it means to you, the less heartbreak you'll have with, quote, people disappointing you, right? Um, if if yeah. um, the other thing I, I think we do um, as people a lot that causes problems is we do things because we don't like confrontation and we don't want to, quote, hurt someone's feelings. So we will do things that we absolutely abhor because we don't want so-and-so mad with us. And I, I think that's the craziest thing in the world to do. Um, and the other thing is, I don't think you have to explain when you don't want to do something. You need to be truthful. You know, hey, I, you know, let's go to do such. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Why? I don't want to. And then, then, then that's it. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing, no other, you know, explanation that right. should be required. But people, people don't like to deal with people from a position of truth because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings, or they don't want people to think um, badly about them or whatever. And, and it, it's a, to me, it's a lose lose situation. Um, because if you want to do it, then there is no convincing, yeah, cajoling, you, yep, let's do it. 
if you don't want to do it and then you 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 know you do it because you're trying to make someone else feel better the person that ends up not feeling good is you so that that's exactly what i mean by that and yep. again when you when you figure that out and um have relationships based on truth, uh, then it, it's so much easier for you because, you know, you are, you are this type of, we have this type of relationship. And so um, it's okay for it to be just this type of relationship. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. I agree. I agree. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been forced to grow up quicker than, you know, a lot of my peers, I mean, shit, a lot of people that I know, um, and the, the, the beauty, I got to a point where I could start trying to find the beauty of everything. And the beauty, one of the beauties I took from everything was that it for me was forcing me to grow up. It really forced me also to just evaluate those around me. Um, and it definitely was uncomfortable at first. And it, it was it, it once I let the emotions die off and it was just it got it got uncomfortable because I started thinking logical. I let the emotions go. And once I started thinking logical about it all, yeah. it yeah. really was just like, damn, that's that's messed up, you know. But it wasn't until recently and this is years later that I realized that maybe that person just. Yeah, they just didn't know how to go about it go about it you know they didn't have that capacity or they just think that of me i mean whatever the case may be either way it's out of my control something that i've um i i I can't take credit for it but and i can't remember who stated it but i'm like you know what this i this really sums it up for me it's like you know um what you think of me and how you feel about me is none of my business right you know it's whether you love me, right. hate me, or whatever the case may be, that's fine. That that is fine because you you get to choose that, you get to own that. And so sometimes it's it's just not a good mix. It's just you know, even though we may be um, we may uh, have an association because of other relationships or whatever, that's fine. But we don't have to force this relationship to be more than it is, or it should be for everybody that's involved. And I think that what happens, um, and, uh, you know, you all, you go through it and you'll see it as you get older, is uh, you try to force every encounter, every association, every interaction into, this is going to be the best that it possibly can. You know, we, we met, we, you know, there's, we've clicked, so we're going to be best buds and we're going to do this. And then I'm going to, I'm going to bring some more people into the fold and it's going to be this. And and that just, that's just not realistic, right? It's just not, not healthy and it's just not realistic. And so, um, you know, you'll have relationships that serve a purpose and that's it. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then there's nothing wrong with having those, um, what I call soul deep relationships, where the communication may not be constant, but it's, it's visceral and it's real. 
So, so when you connect, um, both of yeah. you understand the, the value of the connection. There's a realness, there's a vulnerability, there's a truth that you, you don't experience with other relationships. And, that, and, and it's okay. <laughs> that, that's the thing that I think, um, like I said, the longer you live, the, yep. the more you can appreciate it. It's okay. You know, it's, 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 it's quite all right. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, man, this conversation can go forever. It could, it really could. It could, because it just, like, it just really, you know, it made me think about when Trey went to, ended up going to IMG, and I was super excited for him. Like, I was very, 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 very excited. I was like, oh, I went and got on the computer and looked it up. Oh, damn, this is cool. But when he left, like, a piece of me left. Well, you know what? Also, I'm going to tell you. I'm like glad you were excited because his brother and... was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I was excited yeah. at what, what, I wasn't happy with it. You know, I was hoping he stayed, but... I was I saw I saw oh, yeah. even at a young age I I was able to kind of understand opportunity and I kind of like and as much as I didn't yeah. want to to yeah. think that way I knew it was a good opportunity for him and his love for soccer I mean he was the one he introduced us to FIFA and soccer in general right. for the most part like outside of playing uh, at Hawassi so <laughs> you know when he left it was like shit damn like. I gotta damn, like I gotta figure this out now, and I messed up. I bumped my head so many times, and you just said it. I bumped my head so many times. Try like I guess you could say trying to make relationships out of right. that relationship, and I knew it was never going to be possible. But I wanted something yeah. close to that, and I I just. It wasn't until I was a grown, like, re- grown, married person that I realized, right. even just an adult, really, like, you just, you can't. It, it's it's not, it's not possible whatsoever to do that. And it's not to slight anybody, but it's right. just that type of bond, yeah. the connection. And, that, and, you and know, the that, thing that about shit. it is, um, you know, uh, and, and I, I said that in jest, but, but Kendrick, you know, Kendrick is, is, has, you know, Kendrick has, has been one who he's, he's going, he's going to say it. He's not, gonna, he's not going to try to sugarcoat it. He's not going to, he's getting better, right? but he's going to <laughs> look, there's that mom, uh, right. uh, mom uh, view of it. <laughs> he's, he's getting a little bit better. He's probably, um, not firing off as often as he used to, uh, but he, he, you know, it was so funny because Trey was actually out of the country when that announcement um, came, if you remember. And so when we we told Kendrick, he his whole expression yeah. was not like we expected. We, you know, we expected, oh, that's so good, you know, da da da. He was like, I'm not. I don't want him to go. I'm not happy about it. I'm like, what? He was like, and then it, it went, he went straight <laughs> to the, the real motivation behind it. He was like, I'm not happy about it. I'm getting ready to start high school. You know, we were going, we were, it was going to be uh, my first year in Edgewater. He's already there. We were getting ready to run that school. And that, I'm like, whoa, pump your brakes, brother. <laughs> I'm like, this is not about you. 
I mean, you know, right. he was like, what do you mean it's not about me? It is about me. I'm just telling you how it was. And so I had to to um, help him kind of understand. And, and seriously, we had we had a serious conversation about it. I had to, to help him understand, much to your point, the opportunity for Trey as opposed to what Kendrick wasn't going to have, right? Um, and so it's, it's funny because we went through that right. and he kind of was like, and I told him, I said, you cannot, you know, your brother is, is away. This is a wonderful opportunity for him. I said, you have to, you know, resolve your own feelings about it because I don't want you to project this onto him when he gets back. I don't want you to have him feeling bad because, quote, he's leaving you and you have all of these plans for how your high school is going to be with your brother because now you get to officially right. <laughs> hang out at Edgewater. And so um, he's, he's, he looked, he was like, all right, mom, he's like, I'm, I'm just telling you, Ben, I'm never going to be home. And I just looked, I'm like, you in the eighth grade, you what, 12 years old. You, <laughs> what do you mean you never going to be home? <laughs> you know? And my, you know, my husband just said, she said, he said, just, you know, let him go. He got some stuff right. to work through. Don't, don't make it an issue. Just, just let him go. And I'm like, this little knucklehead. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, and I think for, for him too, it, um, uh, one of the things that I think about now, uh, with Trey is, uh, you know, Trey technically left home at 14. I mean, he came here to visit every so often. Yeah. Um, but at most, from 14 to, you know, 30, yeah, he spent at most three, no. three maybe four right. months home. And any other time he was away or out of the country. And so I think that's that's the piece where I'm like, yeah. wow, you know, it's, 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 it's real. Uh, and that's the piece where um, the the vulnerability sets in in terms of am I and you know dad has always been practical you know that Mr. P right. he, you know when he left he told me he said you realize that right he's 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 never going to live here this is this isn't going to be the place that he spends the majority of his time anymore and I mean you know I wasn't pleased with that pronouncement because my child was 14 but uh but I, right. as I reflect on that he he was absolutely right he he was absolutely right and so um you know it, it's it's a very humbling kind of experience to watch you guys um leave the nest and grow and and you know become heads of your own households and you know, make your mistakes and pick yourself up by the bootstraps and, and just, you know, um, do this thing called life the way you're going to do it. And it's, it's like I said, I, I'm just excited and happy and hopeful um, because I've had a front row seat to the joys of motherhood, um, you know, without sacrificing any of the other roles that I, I'm involved in. And that, I think that's that's the, the, the trick. And that's the thing that right. for some time um, it, prior to, you know, as a, as a kid, was like, you know, I know I want to be a mother, but all this other stuff, you know, may not 
I don't know if I want to do what it takes to do that. And so fortunately for me, I've had a change of um, heart as right. it relates to all of that. So. Yep. Not a problem. You know what? I got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. Because I'm about to sit. We, well, see, you, we're about to know, go into look, another thing. And I'm like, nah. We will gotta, continue nah, just nah, off nah, the nah. air, right? Because these are, these are the conversations that we, we have had. Of course. About, you of know, course. You in the third grade. And I, I look forward to it. And I look forward to having these conversations right. with, with uh, your uh, kids. And, you know, it, it's just. To me, the conversations are the just the 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 soul of, of, of it all and continuing those conversations. So I appreciate you uh, yeah. wanting to, to have this conversation sure. in this format with me. So nice, nah, you know, some things I can share we can share a little bit, but I can't I can't give away too much. I don't <laughs> You know your 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 gems are shared through my actions, through all of our actions. But listen, so but uh, we'll, we'll I listen to your your um, podcast, of, of course, know. and I listen to them again. And I know that you always allow. So I'm going to indulge myself before we leave. I know that you always allow your your guests to promote <laughs> a small business, right? So, um, I'm going to promote one yes. that has become near and dear to my heart. And full disclosure, uh, it's it's one of my husband's gyms. Uh, Crack'em, the the mobile uh, <laughs> app for craft brew, a uh, craft beer enthusiast. Uh, it's uh, there's a, a real funny story, and I'm not going to take too much time of how it uh, came to be, uh, but I'm really excited about uh, this. Um, small business, this application, um, the ability to take um, something that I think is fun, but also practical and useful. So if you are um, not even into craft beer, but you know, you think you you like it a little bit, you may want to get your feet wet and figure out uh, what is this thing called craft beer. Try out the app. It's called Kraken, C-R-A-C-K-E-M. And it allows you to, um, it's like a, um, a marketing and mobile contactless uh, application. It lets you know breweries that are in your area. They have um, different kinds of uh, contests and trails, uh, but it allows you to experience that whole new um, um, industry and market. So that is my plug for my small business on no shit. No cream, please. I got it. Got it. Got it. You. <laughs> <laughs> Let right. me throw in a hashtag: Woo-hoo. Drink beer, save money. Uh, drink def- definitely yep. hashtag. And, and drink the thing beer, is, even money. if you're not I've really in the gotta, craft gotta, beer, gotta a lot of breweries have phenomenal ciders that are uh, very, very creative, very different. So check it out. You know, see, and and this is it. This is I promise this is the last thing. I'm super thank. I was so ignorant to that whole scene, and yep. I, I obviously I've noticed there's not a lot of people of color who's really oh, yeah. on that in that scene. Oh yeah. But how yeah. family oriented yep. breweries actually are very family oriented. 
like I'm super appreciative of that. And that like that really has yeah, breweries are, are craft breweries to really are more pay more like attention like to craft beers. You know, and, and you get to experience different craft beers. You get to um, yep. you know, um most most of the time people are, are bringing their kids there. A lot of the places are pet friendly. So it's it's a hangout. It's not really a, you know, let me go uh, grab this alcoholic beverage and go. No, you go and you, you kind of spend time. They have um, trivia uh, contests. Um, you know, they'll bring in different uh, local artists. Um, a lot of times they don't serve food on the premises, uh, but they may have um, local food trucks that are there. So it's it's an event. It's, it's mm-hmm. really a, an event. Uh, not just uh, hey, I'm I'm looking for a, uh, an adult beverage, and so let me go grab something. Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm glad that uh, you enjoy it. Right. Yep. All righty. For All sure. Righty. For sure. Well, I appreciate the combo, go go. I appreciate it. Keep your faith in God while continuously moving forward, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.